All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 366 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Yesterday I was here in the bunker, monkeying around on the computer. I don't know who who knows. And I heard that there's a toilet. There's a there's a there's a full bath. We have two full baths. One upstairs, one downstairs. It's right basically on the other side of this wall. Like I share, I share a wall. The bunker shares a wall with the with the downstairs bathroom, right? And I could hear. I heard a violent blooping, a repeated, rapid fire blooping. Like bloop 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 bloop. You know, it was like it went on for a long time. I mean, I mean, occasionally there's a bloop, right? That comes from nowhere. There's nobody in there. I mean, there's nothing going on. Just suddenly, there's like air coming up out of the toilet. Like I don't, I don't know why. Where does this air come from? And I, but this one was like violent. This was an aggressive blooping, like excessively aggressive blooping. I'm like, what in the hell? So I get up and uh, go in there, check it out. Everything looks normal. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I, uh, you know, just to be sure, I flush the toilet, you know. So I make sure everything's, you know, operational. I flush the toilet. And uh, the water, everything looks like it's it's working as, as usual. Then the water comes into the bowl, right? It comes into the bowl when it's refilling, but then suddenly just gets sucked straight down. Just all the water just gets sucked out of the bowl, right? And as it's filling, there's water flow pouring out of the tank, like or behind the. I don't know where it's coming from. It looked like it was like behind the bowl, between the bowl and the tank. I, I don't know. It could have been from underneath. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Water flowing into the floor. I'm like, what in the hell? You know, I got towels trying to clean up that mess. There's a bunch of water on the floor, and I'm I'm like, oh god, you know what? I don't I don't what the hell happened? Where? You know why 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 this blooping? Why what is going on? I mean, it's really cold here, like really cold. I thought I don't know something freeze up something. I mean, that's that immediately jumped to mind. But I don't know what to do. I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm barely a man. I don't know anything. I can't, can't, can't fix anything. I have no abilities. I have no skills. I have no knowledge. You know what I'm good at? Sarcastic remarks. Biting, sarc- <laughs> biting sarcastic remarks. That's, that, that is my wheelhouse. Not, you know, not doing manly things. I mean, I can't go. I can't fix anything. I don't, I don't know anything. I got no abilities. I don't know. I don't even. Have, I don't know how to diagnose. All I know is I was in here on, uh, you know, in, in the bunker, and there's just an aggressive, an excessive, extended, you know, prolonged blooping. What the hell's going on? Why? Now there's water all over the floor. So I told Tony. I said, "There's something wrong with that toilet down there. Something is askew." You know, 
She was like, great. You know, there goes another $1,000. You know, every time there's like a problem, there goes another $1,000 at least, you know. So nobody even, I mean, we don't even deal with it. We're just like, nobody, nobody was using that toilet for like a day. No, everybody's afraid to use it. So everybody was just using the upstairs. This morning I went in there. I was like, I'm going in now. I've got to, we can't have this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm, I'm going to test this toilet and see if everything, <laughs> see if it fixed itself. You know, that's what I'm always hoping for. I'm hoping that whatever happened, it fixed itself, it healed itself. And I went in there and I flushed the toilet and everything's fine. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it was that air. Some How do you get, how's there just like a, an enormous amount of air in, 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 the, in the sewer line? Like what the? Could somebody that, you know, is there somebody that's closer to to being a man than me? <laughs> Tell me what the hell's going on. Why would there be like an enormous amount of air, and why would it cause water to just to flow into the floor? I mean, clearly there's no leak because you know the thing filled up, and there's I mean it's not leaking out of the toilet or the tank or anything like that. It was just when it was filling up, it was like pouring pouring out of somewhere. I don't know. I'm just, uh, it never ends. It never ends. Another $1,000. At least this time it healed itself, just like I'm always hoping for. I always hope for that, and this time it worked. The toilet knows how, you know, it, it fixes itself. It's like the liver. It just regenerates itself. <laughs> you know, okay. Anyway, so that happened. Uh, the other day, yesterday, I got a um, one of those Facebook uh, memories. You know those memories they feed you from long, like many years ago? Stuff that you posted years ago. You know, some of those things make me cringe. I'm like, oh, God. <sighs> what the hell? Why would I post something like that? What a fool. What a... You know, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> There's people on there. You got like elderly aunts. My elderly aunts are on there following me. I got posted like something like that. People I used to work with. I mean, school teachers. No, I don't ever say school teachers, but you know what I'm saying. And um, sometimes it makes me cringe. Sometimes it's like, oh, here we go. I feel exactly the same way. It's been 12 years. I think there was something on there yesterday that was from like 12 years ago. And it said it said something like, I wish there was a place on the internet where I could go and uh, where people on my side of the uh, political spectrum are given every every benefit of every doubt and people on the other side of the political spectrum uh, believe every crackpot uh, conspiracy theory about them. You know, it's like being sarcastic. You know, that's what I do. You know, that's what I do. It's like, but that uh, that's that's... I mean, that was like 12 years ago. It's exactly, it's worse. It's worse now. It's like, uh, it's like I, I, I've detached myself from politics. I, I, you know, yesterday was, uh, as I record this, was that Iowa caucus. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to escape it. It's like in the news and stuff. I try to stay, steer clear of the news. <laughs> I don't want to be completely uh, out of the loop on everything. I read headlines, but I try to stay away from politics. It is like so ridiculous. I mean... There, you you could if if you're invested, and I'm not, you know. But if you are invested deeply, and there's a lot of people that do this that are like completely invested in their political party. I mean, there there is nothing, nothing 
that anybody as a member of that uh, that party can do. There could be videotape of somebody shooting somebody in the heart, <laughs> and there'd be like, wow, what, what, I mean, what? I mean, what about you know, you know, and then they start doing the what aboutism, you know, or you know, or they they just justify everybody can justify everything terrible, terrible, terrible behavior can be justified away, just for the. For the good of your party, I mean, just follow your 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 ideology. And I think I've talked about this once before recently. It's like it's like uh, you know, like sports, like say like a college football player. Like you're 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 a fan of uh, a college football team, right? Big time fan, right? And then you got uh, you know one of your, one of the players on the team gets into some kind of trouble. He goes out and starts uh, you know drinking. He goes out and gets drunk. He like grabs somebody's ass or something. I don't know. Some you know, some, something goes wrong. Something goes off the rails, and there's a there's a you know a couple of women that make uh, <laughs> make complaints about this uh, ass honker. You know, he goes in there, he's honking people's asses. You know, maybe like a titty honker. I don't know. You know, he goes out of a bar, drinks, have, has a bunch of drinks, and starts honking titties. <laughs> what the hell? What am I talking about? You know what I'm saying. So, so then it gets in the media, and it, it, it's uh, you know the, the fans of that team, fans of that team are like, wow. I mean, these are young. These are young men. You know, they, they're under an enormous pressure. They, you know, they they start making excuses. These are young men. These this is how they learn. You know, this is you can't expect it. They're, these people are under great pressure, and you know, you know we should should allow them to. To learn, you know, you know, there's this, you know, you know the, the the language, and then the other team, the, the people that are fans of other teams, are like, uh, you know, these guys are pampered, you know, they they need to, you know, the, nobody's above the law, nobody's above the law, you know, these people need to be subjected to the same, you know, the rules and regulations as everybody else. These people are, you know, they 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 think that they can walk in here and do anything they want because they they throw a, ba- a football around. They know how to throw a football around and they can run. I love how people that are like, you know, that don't like sports just diminish. There's like 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 baseball players out there playing a children's game, hitting a ball with a stick. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, okay. All right, but anyway, you know, you know what I'm saying. But this sports is exactly—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sorry. Uh, politics is exactly like that. Sports. You make every. You 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 can. Uh, your side does nothing wrong ever. The other side does nothing right ever. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. It blows my mind and it, it makes me sick. I, I steer clear of it. I, I don't. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And and when I go on Facebook, I mean, it's like. It seems like 50%. It's going to get worse this whole year because it's going to be an election year. It's going to be terrible. I can't stand that stuff. I mean, have a little bit of integrity. Have a little honesty. God, not everybody's like exactly right, and not everybody's exactly wrong. Have have the ability to admit and recognize, oh, I can't. Uh, this is going to be a long year for me. I'm going to try to steer clear of it as much as I can. But it's, it's difficult, especially when there's an election coming up. It's going to be, I mean, just saturated. I can't deal with it. God, who's with me on this? It's maddening. Speaking of Facebook, cynicism. Baseball, 
I, you know, I read a lot of baseball news. This is how I steer clear of the politics. I, I, I just read baseball stuff. I try. You know, I try to read uh, as much baseball. It's, it's the off season, however. And there's like nothing going on. There's very little going on. But uh, there's some few trades here and there, signing of uh, free agents and stuff. Yesterday I was like, um, I was, uh, this is how big of a giant nerd I am. But this is, you know, I, I woke up yesterday. I, was, I looked at my uh, phone and I looked at the calendar in my phone. And I saw that it was the 15th. And I'm like, ooh, this is the day they sign international players. <laughs> God, I mean, how how nerd city is that? Ooh, the you know baseball teams can sign international players starting on December or January fifteenth. I mean, back when I was a you know when I first got into baseball, my, I, I, there was like a twenty year gap in there where I didn't follow baseball, but my previous uh, baseball fanaticism did not go as deep as this current one. I mean, I didn't know when they signed international players and stuff like, but I was reading about this thing and. Uh, I was reading about it on The Athletic, which is a great sports website. And um, it said, so the, down in mostly the Dominican Republic, also Argentina. Um, right? Is that right? Argentina. But um, they're mostly mostly uh, Dominican Republic. There's They have guys down there. Each team has guys down there. And they're like scouting. They're scouts. They're, they're pri- trying to pinpoint these young guys who are really good at baseball. And they 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 have they, they develop relationships with their families, right? And they get to, they try to talk them into signing with their team. It's almost like recruiting in college football, you know. And they go down there, and these kids they start like at thirteen years old, maybe even younger in some cases. They 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 find these guys. They're thirteen years old, twelve, you know, and they they start talking to the families and become chummy with them. And they talk them into you know, but they can't sign them until they're 16. They have to, well, they have to, they have to turn 16, and then before January 15th. So whenever, so if they if they turn 16 uh, after January 16th, you can't sign them, <laughs> you know, until the next year. You know, you know what I'm saying. So uh, I believe that's I believe that's the case. But anyway, so so. The Reds yesterday signed uh, 18 players, and one of them was a uh, top five prospect. He was a top five prospect in the world. So this is guy. This guy's like a, a pretty good pickup. I mean, he's 16, I think, or 17. Um, and uh, it said the Reds have been attached to this player for years. He's 17 or 16. He, the Reds have been attached to this guy for years. <laughs> the hell he got like three million bucks signing bonus and he, he's like a child isn't that bizarre i mean they have they have academies down there where these players are you know at a young super young age they're they're in there working with like world-class like uh instructors and stuff and it's it's, a, it's like a baseball factory dominican republic i mean that they 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 crank out the most baseball players down there it's amazing. I don't know. This stuff's wild. So the Reds signed 18 players, all international. I don't know how that works. There is an international draft, too. I need to, I don't know. What's the difference? I don't know. These guys are just, like, signed like uh, like football players going to college, you know? You know, you, you need to play for uh, our school, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know, they go out there and develop, you know, relationships with the family and all that stuff. Anyway, 
nerd. But anyway, cynicism. The the baseball, you know, cynicism. It's not real, just baseball. But like uh, the Reds, the Reds are good. The Reds have a young, good team, right? They went out and they got a bunch of pitchers. None of them are like uh, superstars, but they went out and, and and signed a bunch of pitchers over the over the winter to address problems that they had. They had, they had problems with the the depth of their uh, bullpen, the depth of their starting pitcher. They went out and signed some solid pitchers to address that problem. And they and they signed a guy that has a little bit of power to play the you know to play a, a position you know non a non pitching position. And these are things that they needed to be addressed. None of them are like superstars, but they're all solid and they're really good. And um, they made the team better, I think. So, you know, but you go on these websites, there's like the Reds are just bottom feeders. You know, this team will never win another World Series. This team is all my life. It's like just it doesn't matter what they do. Even if they sign, if they went out and signed, you know, the, the best pitcher in the world. They're, they're, this team is a joke. You know, the, the ownership group. I mean, why? Why is? What is the story? Why is people? Why is it that people? There are certain people in this world who just love to bitch and love to act superior. Like they've got. You know, it's always a negative approach to everything. You know, everything's negative. Everything's shitty. Everything's dark. Why? Why do you? Why do we need that? I don't think we need that. It, it drives me nuts, and, and in sports especially, and probably every other walk of life. Why everybody's so negative? This pitching team, this there's, this team has a you know a track record of underperforming, and this is a blah 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 blah. What do you know about it? Yeah, shove it. You know, shove it up your ass. God, <sighs> I don't know. The internet makes me crazy. I used to love the internet. I still do. When it, when the internet first came around, or first when I first encountered it, I should say, like late '90s into the early 2000s, I was like, "This is the greatest thing." I mean, I lived in a world where we had rotary phones and four four TV channels and all this stuff. Now there's like all this insanity, all this information and insanity right at your fingertips, you know. I loved it. I thought this is the greatest thing. People are like on there creating all kinds of interesting shit. There's all kinds of insane stuff. It's just mind blowing. I, th- I loved it. I was like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I mean, this is just like revolutionary. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Now it's just like this team sucks. Everybody's just like shitty. You know, everybody's in their own silos with their uh, political beliefs, and it's like oh god, everybody's terrible. It's made everybody terrible. <laughs> The internet has made everybody terrible. It's like these people are like, you only feel alive if I'm bitching. You know, if I, if I, that's when I'm alive. That's when I'm most alive. When I'm on the internet, bitching and bitching. They do it in person too. Anyway, I mean, I know a complaint on here, but usually it's just uh, you know, it's just uh, frustration. It's not. Uh, it's not just a, just a, uh, deep seated. Cynicism, like everything sucks. I don't feel that way. I never felt that way. Anyway, um, that's 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 basically what I have written down in my uh, notebook. I do have a bunch of calls um, that have come over the uh, the hotline, and we'll get to those right now. The first one is from a producer Zip, and here it is. Hey Jeff K, this is Zip. I uh, 
I was just, well, I don't listen to the episodes. I edit the episodes, but, you know, same difference. And you're talking about sissy sticks, uh, straws, which is, uh, I, maybe I heard it from you, but I heard that terminology before calling them sissy sticks. I'd always heard that it was for, uh, ladies that didn't want to smear their lipstick on the can. That's what straws are for. But anyway, the reason I'm calling about it is I had a friend recent, recently, uh, independent of, of you talking about sissy sticks, say that he got criticized of the thing because he was drinking a milkshake with a straw, and he was like, you know, it's stupid regardless, you know, but even if I was, like, drinking a Diet Coke and you called it a sissy stick, that's stupid, but he's like, you know, it's a milkshake. You have to use a straw for a milkshake, right? Do you agree with that? Because, like, I feel like you'd look like a catfish trying to, like, chug this thick viscous liquid in your mouth without a straw. Anyway, I just, I was funny you talked about sissy sticks and I remember him being pretty ticked off that somebody criticized him about that. So anyway, I hope your 2024, what year is it? Yeah, 2024. Hope your 2024 is going good and uh, here's to another year of the surf report. Sissy sticks. Yeah, my, that was something my dad used to say back in the, you know, in the seventies when we were little kids. And I think from the 60s, too, um, you know, that prior, that's what I, I remember. Um, uh, I remember seeing an old ad for uh, Dairy Queen, speaking of, of uh, milkshakes. I saw an ad, one of those old, on YouTube, probably, of an old Dairy Queen commercial from the late 60s. And it showed these teenagers just like hanging out and like smiling and laughing, you know, eating eating the Dairy Queen. You know, and all the women were drinking with straws, and all the men were drinking right off the lip of the cup. I'm like, yep. Yeah, see, it's not just my dad. This is not my. This is not just a thing my dad came up with. This is like this was a believed thing. I mean, men did not use straws. Straws are sissy sticks, right? Um, but I'll tell you one thing about that. <laughs> I have abandoned that. I drink. Uh, I use a straw. If I'm in a restaurant, I use a straw. I always use a straw, you know? And and my dad does too. <laughs> At some point, my dad just said, ah, hell with it, you know? I'm using a straw. You know, he, he, he you know he's completely abandoned that. That was an old thing from back in, you know, when we were kids. But it expired, apparently, because he, uh, he uses a straw, and I definitely use a straw. I'm not putting my lips on some plastic cup that's had 10,000 lips on it. That is horrendous. I know they put it through some kind of high-powered, high-heat, supposedly, uh, washing machine or whatever to try to uh, dilute the lip lip residue on there. But I can't trust it. You know, I need I need to have some. I I need a straw. You know, and he, and he drinks with straws too. I asked him about it one time. I don't think it was the last time I was down there. I think it was the time before. He goes, Yeah, straws are easier. It's better. <laughs> I said, what about that sissy stuff? Yeah, that's stupid. But anyway, um, yeah, if you drank, I like your description, you look like a catfish. That's true. If you tried to drink, <laughs> if you tried to drink a milkshake just out of, uh, off the, uh, you know, just out off the lip of the cup, you'd have that shit, you'd look like the Joker. You'd have, you'd have milkshake all across your face. <laughs> you look like a catfish. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. Um, I'm I'm all I'm 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 all about the straws now. I drink straw with with straws, 
you know, whenever, whenever, the, you know, whenever I want to, which is uh, if I'm out. I don't drink straws at home, but when I'm out, I, uh, I use a straw. And whatever, whatever it says about me at this at this late date, who cares? You know that that ship has sailed. Thanks for calling, Zip. I appreciate it. This next call is from uh, our old buddy Patrick, and here we go. Uh, hey, Jeff, Patrick here. Man, I got a, a baseball memorabilia question for you. Um, a buddy of mine's uh, father-in-law. Um, he owned a antique store, and he was an eccentric guy, and he had a he died. And they're going through his house, and they're throwing away stuff, and they're selling this and that on eBay and, you know, whatever, because his house is a is a wreck, and there's shit all over the place. And Anyway, they found 52 signed baseballs, and four of them are Babe Ruth. I saw a Jackie Robinson ball. I saw a Mickey Mantle ball. I saw a – uh it was a 1964- uh, Yankees team signed ball, um, several other signed balls all throughout, you know, different eras and different, um, teams and different players. I mean, I've certainly heard of these players. I've heard of the teams and I, oh, no, I know an old ass looking baseball when I see one. It all looks legit, kind of knowing the guy, how he was kind of eccentric dude. And he also had a bunch of eight by 10. Uh, celebrity autograph pictures and stuff like that. So they're trying to sell this stuff. Um, but the problem is they can't put it on eBay because nothing is, there's no documentation on any of these, these baseballs. Um, there's no letters of authenticity. They're just like in a, these little, you know, little square clear cubes. Uh, what do you do? How do you get these, um, he wants to sell them. You know, how, how do you go about getting this um, authorized or, or get the thing, get them validated, I guess? I'm sure it's going to cost a lot of money to have somebody compare all the, the signatures and stuff like that. I mean, what, what do you do? How do you – who should he call? What uh, what steps? What would you do? I mean, I'm sure you'd probably keep them, but, you know, as soon as you found them and, like, wanted to sell them, what, what would you do about that? Um, anyway, I thought it was pretty interesting. If, if, I, if I find some red stuff, maybe I'll uh, – I'll try to set one aside for you. Uh, but anyway, like I said, it's just a, um, a lot of stuff. What would you do? See ya. Uh-oh. I mean, this guy needs to get this stuff authenticated. Are you serious? I mean, or, you know, I mean, I, oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Before I said that, I, uh, that stuff's not worth anything. I'll buy, I'll take it off of his hand for a hundred bucks, all of it. You know, no, I'm kidding. No, there's authenticating companies. The PSA is the most popular one. Um, I think they are relatively expensive, but uh, if you get the thing um, authenticated by PSA, or I think there's another one called JSA, there's a Beckett, there's several of them, you have to send the stuff in, and uh, they're reputable, you know, they, they some of them take long, I think, I've heard, I've never had anything authenticated, Steve has, my friend Steve, Steve's all involved in the in the baseball memorabilia or sports memorabilia in his case, you know he's all about that. If in fact, if you want me, if you want to, if you want me to get Steve and your and whoever's in charge of this collection of signed baseballs, fifty-two of them. God, some of them are from the sixties. Jackie Robinson, Mickey, what the Babe Ruth? Are you serious? Man, you need to get these things authenticated. 
I could hook you up. I can get you and I can get whoever's in charge of these balls hooked up with Steve if you want me to. You know, send me an email. You know, there's companies out there will do it for you. You know, you gotta. It's gonna take a little bit of money, but uh, you are if it's authentic, if it's authentic, you'll earn it back. You know, and then then it'll at least be. Uh, you know, you it'll at least have, you'll have some pedigree with that. You know, a little some paperwork to go with it to show that it's real. That'll raise the value. You know, that'll raise what you'll get out of it. But that's awesome, man. I'd love to have a Babe Ruth signed ball. That'd be that'd be kick ass. I do have a Mickey Mantle ball that I got in person. You know, when I was a kid, he wasn't very friendly. In fact, most of the baseball players I met weren't very friendly. Eh, it's a shame. But anyway, um, so yeah, the authentic. PSA is the most famous one. They're the ones that are, that's that's the one most people go to. Beckett uh, is uh, another one. So if you need more information, you know, shoot me an email and I'll, I'll hook you up with Steve. Steve's all tapped into that shit. And speaking of memorabilia, all right, I was, I was texting with him yesterday. I saw on Instagram, this is weird, on Instagram they, sh- they, they feed you those ads, you know, I don't know what these are based on because some of them are bizarre. Like I like sometimes I get ads for Walmart. Like I get a, a Walmart ad in the middle of my Instagram feed and it'll be for a, an industrial urinal. <laughs> like why? What is why would why would they feed that to me? I don't understand. I mean what I mean I wouldn't mind having a urinal in my house, but I don't think I've ever voiced that. I wouldn't mind having a urinal right up in my living room. <laughs> Talk about classy, you know. I mean, even in the bathroom, I guess, if you want to, you know, if you want to compromise. But uh, but I, I've never voiced that. I've never said I wish I had a urinal. You know, I've never said that in my life. I get, but I've seen that ad multiple times, like two, three times, couple, two, three. You know, comes through there. It's like a, a Walmart urinal. And there's also one for one of those, uh, like those hot dog. You know, like in convenience stores, those rollers, you know what I'm saying, where the hot dogs are on it. I get those, too. I mean, that one was more obvious. I mean, I do talk about hot dogs all the time. But um, anyway, I saw this ad yesterday. It was from Tops, I think. Or maybe it was just about, uh, it was from somebody, it's a baseball card. I don't know if it was Tops. But um, it was showing baseball cards and stuff, baseball memorabilia, and you had to swipe across. Had like dip, six or seven different pictures, so you had to swipe, you know, across to see all the pictures. And one of them was a card, and it said "Authentic DNA," right? And it had a strand of hair from uh, Lyndon Johnson and Ronald Reagan. I think is that what it was. I think it was Lyndon Johnson and Ronald Reagan. Had like a strand of hair from each of those two guys. And I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> Authentic DNA. And I told, I, I, I sent that to Steve, and I'm like, what the hell is this? He goes, yeah, yeah, there's a company. It's not Tops, But it's, um, I don't know, it felt like it was from Tops. Maybe Tops owns this company. I don't know. But uh, anyway... He said, "Yeah, there's they, they have all kinds of weird stuff like that." He sent me one. It was touched. It was a piece of paper touched by uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know, like a little square, and it was a, attached to a card. You know, I'm like what the? And then, uh, then he sent me another one. He was like doing all kinds of searches. There was one that had like a 
I don't know what it was. It was like Nixon. That's what it was. It was that first one that I saw. It was Nixon and Johnson. A, a strand of hair from both of those guys. And then um, I'm like, what in the hell's that? There was one he sent me. It had Eisenhower. Uh, I don't know what it was, Roosevelt or something. Where do they get these hairs? <laughs> Where in the hell is this? How is this possible? And who needs an Eisenhower? I don't know. Who, where are these? I don't know. Is that an Eisenhower pube? Nobody needs an Eisenhower pube. It's like, oh, no, I, or, I don't know. I told Steve, I said, I'm waiting for a Lincoln booger. I mean, if if you see one, it comes across, you know, uh, you know, maybe an Abraham Lincoln booger. Let me know, and I'll maybe I'll place a bid on that. That is weird, man. Authentic DNA. Have you heard of this? Really weird. I, I didn't know anything about it until yesterday. Blowing my mind. A strand of hair from Richard Nixon. Weird. What in the hell? I mean, there are cards. Tops does cards where it's like they take a little square of like a. You know, like a uniform jersey, like a of a baseball player, and, and and then cut it up into like little tiny squares, and then attach it to a bunch of cards. You know, that, that stuff that are like a splinter from a baseball bat or something like that. But I never heard of any like body. You know, I don't know, like hairs and stuff. <laughs> you know, what the hell? I don't even know where they get them. Where they get them? I don't know. Anyway, that piece of paper touched. By Abraham Lincoln, that's lame. I mean, how, how you, anyway. I mean, you could take one of those hairs and just like clone, clone Eisenhower. You know, you could just have your own Eisenhower. You could just make a bunch of Eisenhowers. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, PSA is your best uh, option on that, Patrick. Let me know. Keep me updated on that because that's that, that's fascinating. You know, tell me if those things are real. Babe Ruth. Holy mackerel. The Bambino. Keep me updated. Thank, and thanks for your call, Patrick. I appreciate it. This next call is from Steve in Texas, and here it is. Hey, Jeff. Steve in Texas. Wanted to update you on Sirius XM. Your awesome podcast reminded me to check in, and my subscription has bumped up quietly to $22.99 per month for the past three months. So I called, and here was my experience. First, there was an automated agent that offered me this sweet deal to not have to talk to an agent and just press a number and be dropped to $17.99. Of course, the answer was no. Then I got on with an agent, and she actually didn't take me right away to uh, a lower price. She stepped down one plan at a time. I kept just, no bluff. I'm ready to cancel. I really was, or so she thought. And result, $4.99. No loss of any channels, and uh, I want to thank you for putting that money back in my pocket. And uh, some of it's coming back to you on the awesome Patreon service. For those of you who aren't on Patreon, I mean, you're missing out. Double your West Virginia surf report. Come on, four bucks. Who doesn't have four bucks? Come on. Anyway, thanks, Jeff. Bye. Hell yeah. See, that's the way. I think that's their business model. I think Sirius has this business model where they don't, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not gonna um, hold you that twenty two ninety nine. I think that's what you said, right? Twenty two ninety nine. I mean, they're but they're hoping that some people, a certain percentage, won't check and they'll just keep paying it. You know, that's a weird business model too. You know, it's like the price. There's, I guarantee you, there's a large percentage of people 
who don't even realize what they're paying. You know, they they just pay for it every month, and it's like whatever. You know, whatever it is. You know, I don't know. It's just go. You know, it's, it's just fake money anyway. It's just dollars. It's just numbers on a screen. It's not like cash. I'm not paying cash. If somebody had to pay cash for this stuff, they'd be like, "What the hell? What am I doing?" But um, it's just like you, you get a direct deposit. You know, it changes the numbers on the screen. And then this, it just comes, it starts trickling out, <laughs> you know, and you don't even notice. So they, they, they bank on a certain percentage of people uh, paying the high price and not even noticing or caring enough to do anything about it, even if they do notice. So you go, well, I'll get around to changing that sometime. I don't know. It's like twenty two ninety nine bullshit. You know, I'll be on that shit right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm just cheap or whatever, but I, you know, I'm, I think there's a lot of people don't care. It blows my mind. But yeah, you can get on there and uh, negotiate. Five dollars, you said. Five ninety nine. What'd you say? Five bucks. Four ninety nine. I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry. I, I forget what you said. Sounded like a pretty good deal though. Lower than what I'm paying. I think I'm paying five ninety nine. I think you said five dollars. I, I got five ninety nine. I think that's what I'm paying right now. Plus fees. There's there's quite a few fees on it. It costs like seven bucks or something a month. It's a steal. Love the Sirius XM. Love it. You know, I just bought a, uh, like a, uh, one of those Bluetooth speakers, a small one. I'm going to take it to work. Because I have, you know, I, have, I share an office with somebody, but she's not there much. Well, we're, we don't overlap much, put it that way. She comes in very early and leaves shortly after I get there because I come, I go in around 12, 1230. She, I mean, she's there till like two o'clock or something. So there's just a little bit of overlap, but mostly we're, I'm in there by myself and I want to listen to some music, man. You know, I want to listen to podcasts and I want to listen to some music in my office. So I don't know why it took me so many years to come around, but I ordered that and I'll be here tomorrow. So um, I'm going to be listening to a lot of Sirius XM in there. I'm going to be listening to Little Steven's Underground Garage. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, SiriusXM is, uh, you know, it's great, but they have a weird business model where they know there's going to be a certain amount of people that are not going to check and they're going to get, I mean, four times the amount of money out of them. You know, it's crazy. But um, anyway, congratulations and thanks. You said you're going to turn some of that uh, savings over to Patreon. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Helps me a great deal. So thank you. Thank you a great deal as well. So thanks. Thanks, Patrick, for calling me. And or, I'm sorry, Steve. God, I'm getting all confused here. Thanks, Steve, for calling me and Patrick and Zip. It's easy to do. The number is 570-290-8151. Round the clock. You can just call, ask a question, leave a comment, make a, make a suggestion, whatever. It's uh, it's voicemail, and uh, it's an easy, fun way to be a part of a future show. 570-290-8151. And Patreon.com is the place where you can get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. That's for suckers. Every week. Every time I publish a new uh, episode to the main network, like this one, there's another one right behind it. That's uh, on Patreon only, and it's for patrons only. So uh, if you want to tap into that rich vein of ridiculousness, 
head on over to patreon.com. Patreon. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. You'll get an extra episode every week. Four bucks. You won't even notice it. Put it on a credit card. I mean, shit. You know, people people pay $25 for Sirius XM when you can get it for five. And $4 is not going to, you know what I'm saying? Do it today. And um, surfreportpod.com is the home on the internet for the uh, podcast with expanded show notes, links, photographs, value-added service, surfreportpod.com. And if you're too shy to call in, you can send us an email, I guess. I'd prefer you call in, though, but see, you can send me an email, too, surfreportpod at gmail.com. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Go, go, go.